Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, everyone, wherever you are. This is Adrian Lopez, the Integrative Awareness Coach, and I want to welcome you to the final speaker of the Quantum Integration Summit. I'm so pleased that you're here, and I am excited to welcome our uh, last speaker, Marley. I'm going to butcher this last name. I'm so sorry. Koshay? Uh, Koshay. Yes this this name thank you so much <laughs> yes. um and so i want to tell you a little bit about our guest today uh before we get started with our official interview uh, marley is a, the ambassador of her the mysterious source and she brings a strong invitation to enter into the silence which is our true nature and live this in all of our human experience she has been offering satsang and retreat since 2000 when Adashanti asked her to teach, devoting her life to the beloved. She tempers the razor sharp clarity of wisdom and gentleness and kindness to guide us home like a lighthouse. She loves to be with people in the precious unfolding of love and truth. Marley works internationally as a spiritual teacher, a psychologist, a Hokomi therapist and a tantric educator. She has developed the way of the woman or wow for those born in female form. Wow is a path for nurturing the flowering of the feminine essence. She has shared her wisdom on the feminine at, at the face of the feminine of the infinite as a regular speaker at the science and non-duality conference or also known as SAND. And this is where I first came in to uh, know her work and listen to her talks and experience her presence. So I'm so glad that you were able to be here today to share your your uh, insight with us. That's <laughs> a joy to be here with you, Adrienne. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so um, I was sharing with you right before we got started about what a joy it's been to participate in all these interviews and how they just took this beautiful order um, unbeknownst to me that just unfolded in the perfect order and that I was so pleased that you got to be our last speaker and help close um, this incredible conversation with uh, with who you are, actually. <laughs> so um, as I was talking with um, one of our speakers, uh, Acharya Shunya, uh, who I interviewed a couple days ago, um, I was um, speaking with her about how, uh, what a joy it was to find her and also to find you because there has been for me as a woman, a glaring absence of the feminine in non-dualist teachings. And I know that you speak of this yourself in um, some of your talks. And um, secondly, just the content of your satsangs have really resonated with me. So that's part of the reason why I wanted to invite you here to share your wisdom with us. So I wanted to start right away and dig into um, the way of the woman or wow, as um, part of the ambassador, ambassador of her, the mysterious source. And I was wondering if you could tell us how did this, and I know it's, <laughs> it's not a simple cut and dry story, but as best as you can, share with us some insight in, um, how this came into being for you and as your work in the world as an inspiration on this path? Yes, uh, great question. Um, 
yeah, because it's it's very, very dear to my heart, the way of woman. And um, yeah, how it really started, it's kind of started unfolding, trickling in, you know, all over my lifetime. But I remember when I was a little girl, um, there was for me something so important about the feminine. I just loved it to see females, women, and uh, just to see how they were dressed, to see how they moved themselves, how they danced. I, I just loved it. And, um, and then also I could feel an unhappiness in many women. And, you know, I, I didn't think so much about it as I speak here about it right now, but I knew there's something wrong. And I knew I just, I loved clothes. I loved anything <laughs> with femininity. So I was, went on my own search, plus just really wanting to know what this is all about. And then along the way, many things happened. And, you know, I, I had a rape experience and a lot of other sexual experience and it knocked me out. And then at some point, something starts waking up and also getting more and more aware our lives are um, decided by being suppressed, the suppressing of the feminine, the suppressing of Mother Earth, the suppressing of our sensual nature, and the suppressing of that also in spirituality, especially in spirituality, but really everywhere in life. So the more I was waking up to my own femininity and kind of embodying that, and healing whatever needed to be healed. In that process, I woke up to my own nature, to the deep silence that I am when I was sitting with my first master, with Osho, Bhagwan was his name then in my early 20s. And then learning and opening more and more as, you know, as we women, we're like flowers that are yes. opening. And that's so much not honored. And so along that journey, more and more, I came in my own femininity and, and owning that, owning the beauty of that and finding myself working with women, first very hands-on, touching them and massaging them and actually going internally in their bodies also into their yonis and their vaginas and bringing healing. And that made even more clear how much wound, wounding there was and how much females, you know, women, people born in female bodies, they don't love their bodies, you know, they're, they're either too big, too small, too something. There's always something. And, and as was in my experience, but I kind of let go. And then I started more and more teaching to women. So when Adya asked me to teach in 2000, I said to him, I feel moved to offer satsang only for women. And he said, yeah, just go ahead, do what feels right. And, and we started with the most wonderful group of women in Santa Cruz in California. And we would meet every Monday evening. And we, the women were upstairs and all the little girls and little boys were downstairs. And at the end of satsang, they could come up and ask their questions. But there was something different about the satsang just for women and a regular satsang for men and women. And just to be clear, I have nothing against men. I love men. I love the masculine. Uh, there's just, it's just a little bit or a little bit a lot out of balance. Yes. So 
then I started offering groups for women around sensuality and sexuality. And out of that got really born the way of woman. Really, one day I was just sitting in meditation. I was just sitting and I felt she, the great her, as I call her, mm -hmm. whispered in my ears, the way of woman. And I had like, wow, that's it. That's what I'm offering. Yes. And so that kind of deepened the journey to, yeah, to, for women to deeply know you are woman, you know, you're a force being like born in female form. And, and that just equals this infinite potentiality and expression of, of intimacy and sisterhood and sex and sensuality and like everything. Mm -hmm. And to, you know, when we bring this forth in female form, you know, don't we all as woman, women or woman, as I call it, don't yeah. we all want to be flower, flowering and opening and being that feminine self? We, we know it wants to be lived and something dies inside or is so sad inside when we cannot live that. So that's kind of what I bring forward in the way of woman. It's kind of the, we steep together in the silence that we are. You know, you could say in the non-dual. And we, that's the number one. We steep in our nature as our really deepest nature, which is so still. So still. And all pervasive. It's this wondrous emptiness. And out of that rises woman in female form. Yeah. And just bringing that together, that silence and the sensuality. And when we bring that together, something comes to life. Because as women, we know what we know what's possible. Uh -huh. We know what's possible in form. Especially when we're connected with that deep essence that we are. You know, we, we know we are this mother lover earth flowing that wants to flow. And so that's kind of what I'm, what I'm offering when we come together. I'm kind of, you know, take you by the hand and together we, we just dive into the silent her, as I call it. And, and then we're offering ourselves up to her. And the more we let go of our thoughts and feelings and sensations, just everything, and just offering ourselves up to this all-pervasive silent her, and she will take us, you know, we will be taken on a journey that will, in that mystery, which is the feminine, is that deep, dark mystery that wants to come to life and uh, express herself, and gosh, she's so alive. Why do you think we as females, you know, over the eons are so suppressed? Not females, males are yes. suppressed too. Yes, but, but the um, feminine in general and yeah. the masculine and the feminine. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. And because when we're suppressed, we can be controlled. When a woman wakes up to her nature and then brings that alive in form, in her sensuality, she cannot be controlled anymore. You know, she is... She's, you know, she's wild, 
like a lioness and so tender and soft like an opening flower and you don't want to mess with her anymore you know but it's so deeply rooted in our society as females just you know the corporate world the amount of money that's put in advertisement to change our bodies the amount of surgeries on breasts and bellies and yonis and lips and vulva is just incredible and not only older women but even young women 18 19 in their 20s tell me you know i need to change my body it's it's so sad so in the way of woman i yeah i take you by the hand to really Mm. dive into you into your nature into your beauty and daring to own that and, and live that and along the way, you know, you will find out where you don't live that. And there are wounds, you know, there are yeah. societal wounds and collective wounds, personal wounds from our lineage. Yes. At some point, it's just knowing they're there and there's something deeper that wants to come to light. And to me, that's really where spirit, the great her, and the body come together to live to the fullest of our nature. So that's really what I, I offer in the, in the way of women. And I just love it. I, I mean, I'm on yeah. fire with that stuff. I, <laughs> I, I see that, I feel yeah. it. And yeah. it is communicated through you, yes. Well, you kind of um, touched on my next question, but before I go there, um, I just want to make, I just want to point out a couple of things that really resonated and, um, I would like to create a little bit more clarification around them. Um, <clears throat> this um, this feminine energy <laughs> that uh, that women, because we're in a female form, have special access to, because we are um, procreators. You know, we have that energy in our womb um, that uh, men don't necessarily have that access to. But there is a when you said uh, like a sadness, uh, it, it's almost like a, uh, like unlived life, right? And so that's the deep grief that I know for myself has been plaguing me as a woman and probably my whole lineage, <laughs> a female lineage on both sides of my family. Um, and, and then on top of that, there's the masculine, who's also had to reject the feminine, who's really longing and craving uh, that energy. Um, And so on many levels, it's, as you said, it's been a rejection of the fullness of life in order for some perceived benefit that we were promised. Um, And I think the important thing is the realization of that, not necessarily blaming or shaming or criticizing, but noticing that that was part of a step in our human evolution that was necessary for us to become aware of the fullness of who we are. Right, exactly. So I don't know if you have anything to, to yeah. add to that. Yeah, I, th- I think it's important what you're saying and also the, the journey 
Because I remember um, in my 20s, teens and 20s, I would walk in demonstrations, you know, fem feminist demonstrations and all that. Yes. And I'm so glad that I was part of it, but I had also a harshness to it. But it just also needed to be there to break that, to break around, out of something. Yeah. And it seemed also, you know, it was against something, which was needed then. And now I feel we are part of the journey. We're not against anything. It's really about being for our nature and how that nature wants to express in female form. As you know, when you're born in male form, then you have to find out for yourself. But we are both born in female form. And, and to really get to know that energy inside ourselves and get to know ourselves Gosh, that, that's a whole other life. Yeah. And, and to dare to live that, to bring that forth. And then naturally when that comes healthy within us, because our female bodies, as far as I'm concerned, they're designed for pleasure. You know, spirituality, pleasure and desire, that's the last thing you're so-called allowed to talk about. But, mm -hmm. you know, we are even born out of pleasure and and um, desire, hopefully, you know, when our parents came together, you know, yeah. that was desire, pleasure, you know, oh, bringing yeah. forth life. We're born out of that. Everything is de desire. We, we are, you know what, I, I was, um, I was also trained in Kashmir and Tantra, the yes. ancient tradition. Uh -huh. And one of the things that I learned there is, it's all about desire there and and offering yourself up to the goddess. It's a non-dual goddess tradition. And you're offering yourself up to the goddess, to the space. And what you learn is like, I may desire space and the goddess, but actually she desires me too. Or I desire my toast with butter, but my toast of butter desires me too. You know, it's a whole other ball game that it's not all about us it's about yeah. and that's what will happen also when we wake up to our nature in feminine form and know that deep silence when you walk in nature you need that silence that silence meets you but then also i don't know just watching the leaves on a tree that to me is just so touching that makes me so happy it's just that aliveness that is in me that's being resembled outside. So it's not all sexual, it's just sensual. And the more we come in our sensuality, that we, the touch we receive, that we're being touched, you know, our skin is our biggest organ and allowing ourselves to be touched and, and to receive that, that brings life. Yeah. And then we can make, one of my teachers would say, like that we can make sense of reality by in our sensuality so when we're so suppressed then we we become numb mm -hmm. when we're numb we cannot sense ourselves we cannot be in our sensual body we cannot make sense of reality and so waking up to our nature is the first step and then wake bringing that fullness of silence into our bodies or letting our bodies come to rest in the silence 
then we start waking up to our sensual body and make sense of reality and then come to life and live as ourselves and can leave behind our traumas and our pains and our sufferings you know yes yeah you want to say yeah i was just gonna say it's like it's like um permission to be fully embodied and that when we uh don't do that it's like the masculine suffers like the masculine is actually needing or calling us to do this yes and the masculine needs to wake up too Oh yeah, yes. You know, <laughs> that's part of the awakening. We all need to wake up yeah. to our truest nature and form. And gosh, you know, I often have this idea: like, how would it be? You know, if all women just would be so alive in their body. And to me, our bodies is just one yoni, one sacred yeah. space. Yeah. Just imagine all women awake to their bodies. You know, the world would be very different. We, everybody would serve by that. You know, yeah. it, it, it's like an opening and then we will be, we are already very attractive to the masculine, you know, they cannot stop coming towards us. Yes. It's just the way they come towards us many yes. times is they're not trained as we're not trained. Mm-hmm. You know? And as you speak of your lineage and, and then my lineage, where we come from, I mean, my mother didn't teach me anything about anything really you know so it's up to us and it sounds you have the same yeah and it's um i think part of the awakening process is um for me personally has been dealing with the lack of and this isn't a judgment it's just an observation and the lack of consciousness around the body itself and um we've been conditioned uh, to disconnect from our body, judge our body, be very cruel and mean to our bodies, and not just women, men, men themselves who have sadly, usually, I don't want to say, I don't want to make generalizations about perpetrators, but physically um, displaying violence against the body, whether it's masculine or feminine body. But I was wondering if you could share a little bit about. Um, about that idea that um, that the unconsciousness around the body may uh, most likely, in my experience and my observation of, of watching my mother um, and her experience with her mother, is due to all the you know psycho emotional wounding around the body that is very painful so why wouldn't you want to be unconscious right exactly exactly yeah that's a very important point that we need to wake up to that and that journey can be very painful yeah and it needs to happen for us to be free yeah so a big part also in the way of woman is yes the learning to rest in an silence and to wake up out of that numbness. Because a lot of people, so-called spiritual people, they think, they sit sincerely, they think, as I had to myself, that I feel I sit in the silence, but I really sit in numbness. Yes. And, and when we start realizing that, like, oh, wow, it's very still, but it's numb still. It's not the awake 
stillness. So in that process, we meet anything that's not free. So trauma around um, you know sensuality, sexuality, or our bodies around you know self hate, shame. I mean, we're not born in shame. It's yeah. all, you know, a big part is the church, you know, keep yeah. your hands above the sheets, don't touch yourself. But it didn't stop anybody, right? It's no. our nature <laughs> to touch ourselves. Mm -hmm. It's our nature to love our bodies. And it's taken away. So on this journey of learning to come in, in touch, we find our judgments. And then we put them on the altar and let it move through. So what I find is very important is that ground of silence. And then working with the trauma body, you could say, or the activated body. So what I talk about is, or in my experience, so we have this body of activation, right? When we feel activated or there's a lot of energy and yeah. something cannot mm -hmm. relax or there's certain pains in our body. We cannot really feel. Then we're in the, in the kind of activated nervous system. And to me, we want to come from the activated nervous system to the Eros system or the Eros pathway, the pathway of aliveness. That's okay. really the journey, you could say. And first, we need to feel that traumatic. You know, that we need to feel it, acknowledge it, accept it, and then come to the next place. And obviously, there's a lot of talk and research now around trauma. And what, you know, first, when I studied psychology, I don't know, 30, 40 years ago, then we learned more to feel things. And we still need to feel things. But in trauma, we need to go a little bit into activation and let it move and be, be very mm -hmm. still. And then let it settle. And then go dive in a little deeper and let it settle. So that's part of the work that I offer also, just working with trauma and then coming from the activated nervous system into the Eros pathway, into the Eros system. And that takes courage. It sure does. It really, you know, to me, I have not met a person that has no trauma. Part of being on planet Earth it's had trauma, just the extent to what how traumatized we are. But what is interesting, something got us through. And then the more we learn to meet that numb body first and then come to that pain body as Eckhart Tolle talks about, and to really honor that, receive that, be touched by that, then that can open and melt into the silent heart, into the great heart and come home. And then more of us can come forward. So in a way you could say, we wake up, when we wake up to our nature, we kind of wake up out of our bodies. Like, oh mm -hmm. no, I'm not this body, I'm not this mind, I'm not these sensations. I'm a no thing. I, I call it the wondrous emptiness and it's actually the name. My teacher gave me wondrous emptiness. Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and so that, and then that wondrous emptiness is a, you know, comes in so that light, you could say, starts coming in. 
And then anything that's not free yet comes out because it's seen by the light of awareness. So it comes out. It's called to be seen. So often we can think like, I want to be free, but the more free I want to be, the more fucked up I feel. You know? <laughs> it's actually a good sign. That means yeah. it's coming out to be seen so it can be shaken and then melt away. Sometimes that melting is very easy. Sometimes it's very challenging and that's why we need each other. We all need each other. And then more and more, this light, you could say more and more, as I said before, the body starts falling into our light body, into our true nature body, into woman, you know, a yeah. woman falls into her. And then it's, you know, something more and more over time, you will feel you come alive. I remember in, in my 20s, no, it was not in my 20s, in my late 20s, early 30s, I was in different women's groups. And, and I remember I would say, I don't feel I'm a real woman. There's something oh. wrong, you know, there's something wrong. I feel I'm yeah. not as alive as I can be. And I'm, I don't feel a real woman and a real woman. I felt so sad. And I feel I'm a real woman now. And I know when it's possible for me, I know it's possible for anyone, you know, doesn't mean you will never feel a trauma anymore. It doesn't mean you will never suffer anymore. No, we're human. And yeah, to me, it feels like, um, yeah, to me, the image that I have of wave woman, it, it's kind of like a, I see a woman just burst open, like burst through, either like rise up out of the ashes or rise up out of the water mm -hmm. and, and come to life as one woman flowing and and then you know she stretches her arms wide and open to just let in to herself and to feel that aliveness and you know as women we have been waiting so long and and you know we can't stop ourselves anymore I, that's <laughs> the amazement for me of these times you know these we're living in the most amazing times yeah in society it's very insane but there is a consciousness Mother Earth, Lover Earth, is is rising. Her consciousness is is rising. Our consciousness is rising. So it's up to us to take that opportunity and you know defy all the barriers and and just jump right through the veil of, of numbness into you know, into our real life to come to our senses and uh, and start shining as this beautiful, passionate self. And I don't know. That's my heart wish for myself and for all women. I love the way you're articulating this because, um, you know, um, it's this, what you're speaking of as, as I'm listening and tuning into what you're saying, it's, um, you know, this, this feminine aspect of what it means to be a spirit, you know, and that, it, it's fully embodied and it not only is it does it get to be fully embodied it gets to have compassion for its experience and it gets to have awareness of its experience and um and that's really the piece that has been missing for so long is this compassion for um 
the, you know, the way I define trauma for my clients is any place in your life where you went unconscious. Yes. Because That's it was too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> any place where it was like not safe to be you. So you had to disembody or you had to check out or you had to go into fight, fight or freeze. And, um, and that happens repeatedly. And so it's like that level of awareness has been missing. And until it is welcomed back and, um, and invited as like an essential part of our humanity, nobody gets to show up fully, you know? And so um, you speak of, I think, I can't remember which one of your talks, you were talking about the ground of a bean. And um, really that's what this whole summit is about. And I didn't realize it until right now um, <laughs> that you had, you had summed it up so beautifully. It's like this question of um, what is it to be in the ground of our being in this life? And it's not, um, purely mental, of course, and it's not uh, all these roller coaster rides of emotion. And, um, you know, it's it's that, but it's also, um, um, and the awareness of that experience and every generation throughout the, the ages, every wisdom school, every religion has asked this question, um, what is it to be human? And, in a body and we're getting this opportunity to ask at a time where it's so essential to this next step in our evolution. And you speak of, um, of this her and this, this feminine energy. Um, and it's really, you know, this accessing this, all that is, as you speak of, um, which I refer to as the quantum field. It's been called lots of things, um, source. Um, but it's definitely um, infinite potential. Um, and that that is also us. But we've been focused on such a small band of our being that we've missed, you know, the whole picture. And now we're having the opportunity through this um, willingness to um, be in, um, acceptance, you know, it's no longer like we can fight against or make other people wrong or judge other people, which religion is often based on. Duality, huh? Yeah. <laughs> A lot of religion, right and wrong, good and bad, black and yeah. white. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's what it meant to love people unconditionally um starting with our self yes exactly yeah it's yes. very important and um what uh, came to me also to say when you spoke about embodiment you know i always felt it's like the light coming into the body but i also feel it's the body falling into the light the body falling completely into the silence that we are and then through that come to life. To me, it's kind of like a, almost like a magic wand that kind of touches each cell, like bling, 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 uh -huh. like the stars, you know? And then uh -huh. there's this awake body that comes forward. So it's kind of this process of the awakening body, the awakening sensual body. Uh -huh. And um, I want to say something to what you just spoke. Um, 
it's yeah, clearly okay. an embodied experience. Yes. We yes. don't get to bypass that. Exactly. <laughs> yes. It's not about bypassing at all. It's like coming into the flesh. And I think we all have in our own way, when we step into spirituality, kind of a hope in the front of our mind or the back yeah. of our mind. Like, well, when I'm really supersonically enlightened, I won't have any pain anymore. Or everything will be hunky-dory and easy and whatever. And that's not my experience. And my experience is actually I feel everything more, more intensely, more purely, no filters. When there's pain, there's just pain. When there's pleasure, there's just pleasure. Just that overlay goes away. I'm bad. I'm wrong. I shouldn't feel pleasure. I shouldn't feel pain. Gosh, why don't I get over this right now? No, there's just the pure, pure, and I had last week, I felt quite lonely. There was just a, a few days, there was loneliness, and just to be completely penetrated by loneliness, to allow that and not having to filter that, to me, that's freedom. That's to be in this flowing, free, feminine, to allow ourselves to be experienced as who we are and not as Freud, you know. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't have much love for females at all, you know, about the hystericalness and whatever. No, we are real. When it's unfiltered, it just comes in, it's being experienced and it flows out. And I feel, you know, when you said any place where where you you cannot be yourself, that's when you're traumatized. So where trauma is I think that's such a beautiful definition and so when that comes in we feel when it flows and we feel when it's not when we're not ourselves and then we can play with that you know yeah. that. and that's the embodiment the more and more falling into the silent her and knowing that we're so deeply held and she helps us you know whatever we put out is received and is that desire, that mutual desire. It's really only one desire of, of freedom and embodiment of all of life. You know? Yeah, because you start realizing that there, <laughs> well, when I say you, I mean I, um, but of course the, the Buddha realizes many, many <laughs> thousands of years ago that there, there is no freedom for others if we don't have freedom for ourselves and vice versa. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> well, I could actually talk to you for hours, I'm sure. Um, but I want to respect your time. And um, it's been such a pleasure connecting with you and hearing about the work that you do. Um, and it so resonates for me as a woman. And I know that it will resonate with many of the listeners um, who are female in a female body or in a male body um because i really you know really have a sympathy for the masculine in regards to how disconnected it has been forced to be on many levels um and that's a trauma in itself um yeah. and so we uh, i mean one one thing i feel really like a knowing about is that when the feminine reclaims that for herself um that frees the masculine as well absolutely and yeah. it frees your whole lineage yes 
the Hopi people say when you free up, you free it up for the seven lineages before you and the seven in front of you. And I, I deeply believe that. Oh, yeah, it's it's um that is the quantum field, right? That's you're it, yeah. you're clearing consciousness itself. Um because you're not it's not just you. It never was just you. And so um part of the reason why I wanted to create the summit is to talk to different experts who have answered the call of what is it, you know, this question, what is the ground of our being? And are the definitions and the 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 structures we're working in right now really um creating health and wealth and empowerment on every level? And I would say most people would say no but they don't know how to change it. Right, exactly. Yeah. They just yeah, know something's deep, wrong. <laughs> right, exactly, deeply. And we all know it, we yeah. all know it, yeah? yeah? And then how do we live that? And, and actually inside, actually we know it too. Yeah. But we need to find that doorway in, and that doorway in, in my experience, is to rest as her, as, as the deep silence. And then from there, everything will be shown every our deepest source will show us what wants to come to life what wants to come to life as you, you yeah know, as you as yeah. me and and to learn to trust that but you live in a distraction society you know it's over the top so everything in school in the computers in in churches yeah. wherever we go we're in, in distraction mode mm -hmm. so of course, a lot of people are not connected with themselves, even though more and more there's a wave coming in. Yeah. And, you know, I, I just love that how, you know, the Vedas say we're living in the Kaliuka. Yes. These times. And thank you for mentioning. The darkest of the darkest times. Mm -hmm. And then little bright lights come. And at some point, the bright lights will connect. And I feel yeah. we're living in that time where we're all connecting. And coming to our ground, more and more coming to our ground, coming to our senses. And that's what brings change in our humanity here and through that, wherever we go. Not because we are that trying to change something. It's just you bring it forward. It's because we are living it's in time. People get curious. Yeah. <sighs> I love it. Um so um, I just want to let you know that I've included your website and your contact information and any social media, social media handles that you have on our event page. Yeah. And um, I'll also include them at the end of this interview if anybody wants to get in touch with you and find out more about the work that you do yeah. uh, with um, the Woman's Way and the ambassador of her, the Mysterious Source. And as a part of the summit, I have been inviting all of my speakers to share any off special offerings or anything that they would like to make available to the listeners. If that's something you're interested in, this would yeah. be a time. Yeah. Yeah, I love to offer everyone, you know, free to join a free meditation. I offer every Wednesday at noon Eastern time. Uh, free Wednesday meditation. So it's from noon to one o'clock Eastern time. Okay. And they can find that on your website? Uh, yeah, they can find it on the website. 
and uh, you know, uh, I can send you the link. And then that would be great. You can get the link for for mm -hmm. free, uh, yeah, free meditation. I will include that link on the event page. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. it's um, <laughs> infinitely priceless, um, and you know, everyone comes to it in different ways when they're ready. Um, but I, as you mentioned, it's like consciousness itself is calling itself to awaken to a new level. And yeah. we're just along for the ride. Yeah. <laughs> and I also want to say, not only are we just along for the ride, but who we are and when we don't show up affects everyone. And I don't know about you, but as a, a female in a female body, I was never taught that. Right? That's mm -hmm. a, something I've... I've stepped into and I'm learning right now at this time in my life. And I just think, oh my gosh, what if, what if all the little girls right now, you know, were given that gift? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's a good one. All right. Thank you so much, Marlise. It's been such a pleasure. I want to thank you so much for coming and sharing your work and your wisdom with us. Thank I know a lot of people will benefit from from your words today in your presence. So, mm. so thank you, and um, I'm sure we'll meet again. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. All yeah. right. Thank you so much, Adrian. I, I'm I'm sure a lot of people will benefit, not just from me, but all the speakers. And, oh, um, definitely. Thank you for yeah. offering this to everyone. My pleasure. It's been such a joy. I've been I've been enjoying it so much. I'm like, oh my gosh, should have done this a long time ago. But it's just ready when it's ready, right? Yeah. All right. I'll talk to you later. Bye okay. for now. Okay. Bye bye. <laughs>